Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Oodcast. Now, for this, our first thingy where we're not discussing an actual show, we are going to do another regeneration game. Hooray! Well, I know, a lot of people don't know about that. Um, And in fact, we were so unsure that uh, nobody knew until yesterday that I'd written one. Listen up, my name is Loz and I am singing now because, because I wrote something for you. Is that false? No, it is true. What is it I hear you say? It's a quiz we're going to have today. There'll be points for everyone. It will be a pile of fun. Welcome to Loz's Regeneration game where favoritism means prizes will age beat knowledge will Loz give all the points to sigma because he's cute join us for the regeneration game so with me on the show tonight i have the delectable chris sigma hello uh, i'm pleased to be here that's good and the Cheeky Andrew Candish. <laughs> and the irascible Adrian Simpson. I haven't got a clue what irascible means, but thank you so much. You're welcome. You're so pleasant, I think it can only be genetic. That's right. Adrian Simpson, as you may have guessed, is my dad. So without further ado, I'm going to tell you why Alf isn't here. Alf has got a little bit of a poorly cold nose or throat or respiratory system. And not only that, it is also the littlest doctor's birthday party today. So he's going to stay at home and give his germs to all the children, which is very public spirited of him, I think. Yes, very kind. So to celebrate our dear darling Alf, I've decided to dedicate the first round of the quiz today to him. In this next round, you will hear a haiku. Then you must guess the episode that And this first round is called Hike What? Now, the rules of this particular round are very simple. Firstly, uh, we're all going to need a buzzer. So, uh, Adrian, if you could test out your buzzer. Come Andy, if you could test your buzzer. I'm a chap! And Chris, let's hear yours now. Run for your life! Very good. So I'm going to read out the first line of one of Alf's haikus. And if you know what episode it's about... Buzz in. Adrian is looking really excited about yeah, this. Yeah, this is this is going to be the hardest round for you. That's not the look of excitement, that's the look of terror. Okay, ready? Has it got Tom Baker in it? I know those. I can't, I can't tell you, right. and we'll give the game away. Okay. Family gained through sneaky army recruitment. Run for your life! Sigma buzzing in. Doctor's daughter. Correct, well done. Okay, PM hunts trio to kill, banish and age them. I'm a chap! Run for your life! Is it the sound of drums? That is correct. Well done. Well done, Andy. Okay. Underground remains revived to touch and evolves. I'm a chap! Dalek. Correct. Well done, Andy. Wartime inside job spoilt by sea monsters attack. Run for your life! Fury from the deep. No. No warriors from the deep. Oh. I'm a chap! Nope. 
And Andy? Curse of Fenric. Well done. Oh, you are most good. Amazing. Yes, I'm very impressed with you as ever. Freezing space death or dream life with evil grannies? Run for your life. Sigma. Amy's choice. Congratulations. And the last of the haikus, his soulmate human, her thief's box stolen by voice. Run for your life. A double buzz. Let's see if you can both say it at the same time. The doctor's, doctor's daughter. daughter. You're both wrong. I mean, the, the doctor's no, wife. No, no. no. So weird that we both said that, I'm going to have to give the point to Dad, who um, who hasn't got a clue. Yes, well, you right. know, that's. I just decided that you need a point. So, well done, Dad, for getting the doctor's Thank wife. You. Yes. Okay. And at the end of round one, Andy has three. Sigma has two. And Adrian has one. Ha! In your face the rest of you so there's not too much in it really is there guys and now we come to round two the title of this round is alien or something Loz has made up pizza the daleks david cameron the gelf a pencil dad's beard is it a Daleks? is it a traffic thing is that alien or is it a is it an alien is it an alien thing is it an alien or another thing is it an alien is it an alien thing is it an alien or another thing is it an alien is it a zippy thing is it a gumball or is it a thing is it a jam is it a cigarette is it a children enough for scotland my socks or maybe just not an alien okay so i'm gonna say the name of something you have to tell me if it's an alien or not okay do we use our buzzers Yes, buzzers, please. Buzzers at the ready. Sudurth. I'm a champ! Something Loz has just made up. Correct. Pangolin. Come on! That's Adrian. a real one. Adrian, is that... Do you, you think that's a... That's definitely real. Definitely. That is actually the name of an animal that's related to both the armadillo and the anteater. But okay. I would argue that as he visits Earth quite a bit, and it's an Earth creature, um, I get the point. Thank you. No, no, I'm the one who decides where points go. So you minus a point there. Oh, that takes me to zero. That's now. right. It's okay, oh, you can win it back. Saxon Shinawatra. Run for your life! Christopher. That is an actual Doctor Who alien. That is the Prime Minister of Thailand, or at least he was until he was deposed in a coup in 2006. <laughs> Great name. Close, Chris, well done. Good try. It was 50 50. Well done. Epsom Stylus. I'm a champ! Andy. That's not a Doctor Who monster. Correct. That is a printer. <laughs> a Castrian. Run for your life. Oh, Andy and Chris. That is a Doctor Who monster. What were you going to say? I was also going to say it was a Doctor Who monster. You both get a point. From the Hand of Fear. Adrian, it's 50-50. You should just... Chris Moyles. Come on. I'm a Run for your life. Alien. Alien. I'm afraid you're wrong, Dad, but the other two did buzz in there, so... He's not a Doctor Who monster. No points there. The pipe people. Run for your life. Chris. That is not. That is. That is a Doctor Who monster. What? It's from the Happiness Patrol. The pipe people are the original inhabitants of the planet. Okay, last one from this round. Everybody ready? The Duke of Edinburgh. Not. Not. Andy? I, I know this. He's not. Chris? I'm going to say he is because the royal family, after the werewolves, all became monsters. Maybe. Yes, you Maybe. could have had that, Maybe. or you could have had that he's one of the lizard people. 
makes noises with her mouth, letting you know what the pig's about. Mum makes noises with her mouth, letting you know what the pig's about. Mum makes noises with her mouth, letting you know what the pig's about. Mum makes noises with her mouth, letting you know what the pig's about. Okay, so in this round, my mother will make noises with her mouth after seeing a picture of a Doctor <laughs> Who alien. From these noises, you have to guess which alien it is. The first question goes to Adrian. Clunk. Okay, what was that? I think it's that sort of chicken monster out of Vincent. You think it's the chicken monster? Okay, hang on. The Fomassi. Okay, and... What's the Fomassi? Leisure Hive, Tom Baker. The second round is for Andy. <laughs> okay, Andy, what alien did you think that was? I think that's Mr. Blobby. Let's find out. The Vervoid. <laughs> that that was the Verd of <laughs> On Vervoids plant people. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> that could be why she was doing a Bill and Ben flowerpot men impression. I personally think that they, they look a lot like Willies. <laughs> the next round is for Chris Signal. gonna say the werewolf again from tooth and claw i'm afraid you're wrong the weeping angels but aren't they silent (laughs) the silent assassins no longer well it could just be how she feels about them okay yes yes okay and here's the next alien for dad C-3PO. I, I think that you may have confused Doctor Who with Star Wars. Oh, which is a bad thing to do. Would you care to try again? Have I just lost you thousands of listeners? <sighs> no, no. Even George okay. Lucas couldn't uh, do that. Is it the chicken out of Vincent? No, it's not the chicken <laughs> out of Vincent. <laughs> I it would is. imagine the chicken out of Vincent would be more like... Right. Um, I think the answer to that you'll find is the Daleks. So we just have one more That round. was a Dalek. That was Mum's impression of a Dalek. Or, alternatively, how a Dalek makes her feel. And here's another one for Andy. Oh, hello, hello. Hmm. It's how I'd imagine Mr. Ben talks. Can I have a guess for this one? Go on. I think it might be the Doctor himself as David Tennant. Correct! No way! Boom! Well done. Well done, Chris. Sadly, it was not Mr. Ben. It was the 10th Doctor, David Tennant, my favourite topic. Uh, we now move on to the next round. Doctor Lord, could be me, Doctor Lord, could be me, Doctor Lord, could be, it 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 there you have it. The you title. Have, you have done yourself, my love. Superb. That was excellent. 
Thanks very much. So, for this round, it's a bit of a creative round. I'm going to give you guys various Dr. Lee scenarios. And I want you to come up with what you think I would do if I was the Doctor. My favourite idea wins. So it's totally arbitrary. Okay, scenario one. Loz has a bag of jelly babies. She meets an angry alien. What does she do? Uh, I think she threads them into a necklace, creating a beautiful piece of uh, jewellery, which she presents to the alien and thereby um, stops or prevents a world invasion and saves the world. Thank you. Andy? That's a lovely idea, Adrian, but I think what she would actually do is say to the nasty, angry monster, well, if you're going to carry on like that, you're not going to get any jelly babies, are you? Hmm? I think she would have um, sort of like jelly baby tools with her and she would whittle the jelly baby into a replica of the alien uh, in question and then present it to them with a lovely smile. I can't resist you. A point to Chris Sigma. That is is a lovely nepotism. I used nepotism. You're her father. (laughs) (laughs) She's married to you. Scenario two. Call her lovely, guys. It helps. Okay. Oh, you're lovely, Laura. No, you've got to do that after the question. Harriet Jones is the Prime Minister. Loz wants to bring down her government. What does she say to the aide? Mm, She's a chuffing bad Prime Minister, isn't she? Mm. I think... Lovely laws, I think. Oh, nice, nice. Uh, he just slipped that in. Did you get that? That was, uh, yeah. that was brilliant. Okay. Good work, Andy. Cheers. I think that Laws would say, Dr. Laws would say, well, now, I could destroy you with a particularly excellent song. Thank you. And Dad? <laughs> I would have a stroke and fall over. <laughs> <laughs> That's quite good. I think Dr. Loz would go back in time and then she would recreate herself five or six times over, come back into the future and uh, deal with it mob- uh, and probably five or six billion times and vote herself into government. Correct. That is actually what I would do. I would be the Prime Minister instead. Oh, trick question. Of course you would. Because I can do everything the best, as we've heard. I would be better than President Bartlett in the West Wing. Hey, hey, let's not go too far. Okay, fair enough. But point of order, point of of order, doesn't that make you as bad as the Master? Because that's kind of what he did in the end of time. I am the Master. I master all the things. Okay. Okay, um, so, scenario three. The nesting consciousness bubbles underneath her. A rope dangles for her to swing over it. What does Loz do? She, she sings it a lullaby and it goes to sleep and is very happy and doesn't want to destroy the world as a result, lovely Loz. Well, darling daughter, I think what she does is she knits the rope into a macrame glitter ball and um, casting laser beams upon it, she lulls it um, to sleep. And uh, has she got to destroy it? I don't, I don't specify. No, I don't think she would. I think she'd lull it to sleep, uh, rather like what happens to me in Strictly Come Dancing. I think she would make several attempts at jumping for the rope, but not actually, her feet would never actually leave the ground, even though there would be a lot of motion towards jumping. Her feet would never leave the ground, but at some point, 
she would do such a large motion that she would knock a vial of antiplastic out of her pocket, thus dealing with the nesting consciousness. Quite correct. I would stand on the side and wave my arms around a lot <laughs> until something happened. That is quite correct. Okay. I feel at a disadvantage here because I'm, I'm up against Loz's father and Loz's husband. Loz yeah, but true. you have co-hosted mm. a podcast with Loz for over three years now. Okay, It's true. Well, if you were at a disadvantage, I wouldn't be on two. <laughs> <laughs> you wouldn't be winning. Okay, uh, penultimate scenario now. Loz meets a group of Ood. They offer to sing her a lovely song. What does Loz do? That is easy. Loz would harmonise with the Ood on the lovely song. Yeah, I think that um, the lovely Loz would join in. Very definitely. She'd probably get all the recording equipment out and make sure that it was recorded. Um, uh, and then, then indeed she would harmonise, and indeed you are gorgeous and lovely. And I've only got two points, please. Um, I'm afraid none of you get a point, because huh? none, oh, of you, none of you correctly identified that I would tell them all to shut the Heckington up, and I would take centre stage and wow them all with my brilliant nodules. I mean, my honey, I've are those the dangly I've, things that hang from their chins? I don't know. Uh, I would take centre stage and I would wow them all with my brilliant vocal gymnastics. I think you've got brilliant nodules. And the last scenario. Let's make it a good one, guys. The face of Bo has fallen out of his tank. What does Loz do? Uh, she, she runs a carpet cleaner over it for a while, just to clean it up a little bit. And... Um, Probably does a few sketches on it, or, or makes a few notes about sort, sort of things that she's going to record, and then she pops it back in the tank, and um, and goes to bed. Okay, and Andy. I think she whips out her moisturiser and applies it liberally, whilst getting her companion, whosoever that may be, to get a new tank really quickly. Uh, all the while singing to the face of Bo in her lovely, lovely voice. Okay. Can I go again? Because mm. I thought what she really could do, she, could, she stretches the face of Bo over a frame, turns it into a bodron, and plays a wonderful tune while singing. Pretty good. I don't think I'm going to win this point, but uh, if I'm being honest, I think what Loz would do was leave it there and just go on with her life. Uh, and even though it becomes increasingly harder to actually conduct her life, because she has to keep climbing over it, she would never get to a point where she would <laughs> pick up the face of Bow and put it where it's supposed to be. She'd wait for her mother to do it for her. Yeah, yeah, probably. And in about two or three weeks, Nicola Simpson would come along and put it back. <laughs> and it would, she'd probably iron him first. <laughs> <laughs> well, I like the Bodron idea myself. Actually, actually, it is a sort of a combination of Sigma and Dad's ideas. I might stretch him out to make a budron, but what I would actually do is cut off his ridiculous hair and use it as a rudimentary club to beat it with. <laughs> the face of Bo isn't even a bad character. Why are you beating him? Because I don't Bodron. understand him. <laughs> It'd be destroy. Awesome. If Doctor Who has uh, taught us anything, it's that <laughs> we must destroy everything we don't understand. Yeah, clearly. Mm. I think Adrian gets that point then. Okay, all right, a point for Dad. Whee! I'm on three now, it's for those of you who are riveted to your, your sets at home. And at the end of round four, Adrian has climbed to stratospheric heights of three... And we have in joint first place. Who can it be? Who can it be? It's Sigma and Andy. Yeah. Oh, right. <laughs> Woo. 
With seven points apiece. I'm coming for you, Candish. Blimey. So this round is Loz's stupidly hard Doctor Who geek trivia quiz, also known as the Um, I think you'll find round, where I'm going to fire incredibly hard questions at y'all. This is another buzzer round. Come on, run for your life. The TARDIS has never changed into anything other than a police box. True or false? I'm a chap! Andy came first. False. Witness the attack at the Cybermen starring Colin Baker. Okay, and for a bonus point, what did it briefly change into, Andy? An organ. One of the ones you play, like a church organ. Correct. Any of the other things? Um, uh, was it a wardrobe? The answer is a cabinet and also a gateway, so that's two points to Andy. Boom! Question two. In which story did the first Doctor regenerate? Run for your life! The web planet. Incorrect. Andy? The tenth planet. Correct! I think Christopher may have been confusing it with Planet of the Spiders, which was which Doctor's regeneration? The third. Uh, the third Doctor's regeneration. I knew that. I could have got a <laughs> that, point there. That wasn't the question, though, was no, it? No, it wasn't the question. So one point to Andy. Which cake decoration does the Doctor think is a masterpiece? I'm a chap! It's the silver edible ball bearings. Correct. Well done. Fearha. How many times did the sixth doctor use a firearm? Run for your life. Sigma. Twice. Can you tell me where he might have used them? I know he did it once in Attack of the Cybermen. Correct. But I'm afraid I don't know the other time. Andy? I think it was Revelation of the Daleks. Correct. So that's one and a half points to Sigma and half a point to Andy. Where did the Doctor defeat the Pteroleptils in the Visitation? I'm a chap! Andy. Pudding Lane, London. Correct. Well done. Have I got past three yet? No. Nope. 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 <laughs> <laughs> Which Doctor didn't battle the Cybermen? I'm a Run chap! for your life! Andy. John Pertwee. Correct. Hello. Can I also say that the eighth hasn't? Do we because know? he only did one televised show Ooh. and the Cybermen weren't in it. Yes, you can both have a point. During the third Doctor's time, the Cyberman never tried to invade Earth and the eighth Doctor only battled the Master. And the last question of Loz's extremely hard geek trivia quiz. What is the Loch Ness Monster? I'm a chap! There's there's two of them. There's the Scarrison, which is in Terror of the Zygons, and there's the Borad, who was in Time Lash. And the answer I was looking for is a Scarrison, so a point to Andy... Wow, I think we have a established the some room. serious <laughs> credentials there, yeah, mate. seriously stomped on there, I think. That is pretty good.
metaphor round. In this round, I'm going to give you something that I've said during a previous episode, and I want you to tell me what character, episode, or scenario I am describing. This is a test to see whether Adrian has listened to any of our podcasts. Correct, or if indeed you guys can remember any of them either. So the first question in this round goes to Dad. What is like a skinhead Ronald McDonald? It's that clown out of, um, I don't know. Okay, the answer is the ninth doctor. (laughs) Andy, what is a bit like Ibsen? Any story that's really serious. What about the girl who waited? Incorrect. The answer is Night Terrors because it's got a doll's house in it. Oh, Oh, you with your theatrical (sighs) references. Correct. Chris, what scenario thing is like covering an orange in Nutella and towing it through a bath? It is what would happen to the atmosphere of Earth if the TARDIS was towing it. Correct. You are quite correct. Have a point there. Dad, what thing, noise or object is like an ill cockerel? Can I just say these are all similes? Is it the monster out of Vincent? You're close, but actually the thing that I was looking for is the noise of a Dalek. So I wasn't close at all? No. Okay. Right television programme, wrong noise. Andy, what is like being on Endor but with Willow the Wisp? A a, a teddy bear floating. Close. It is actually the Christmas episode. The Doctor, the Widow and the Wardrobe. Correct. Yeah. Correct. A point for Chris Sigma. No, I couldn't get that point. <laughs> yes, yeah, you, you can. can. Go on, have it. Okay. What am I saying? <laughs> <laughs> what is like a crazy jacuzzi that someone had sharted in? <laughs> well, there's a couple of things it could be. I, I'm going to say the nesting consciousness, but I don't remember us doing an episode on Rose. Um, in fact, it was the vats of acid in the almost people. Oh, of course it was! Dad. Oh, yes, here he is. What is like a sexy bent shoe? Oh, it's um, so-and-so's face. Um, it's, um, Come on, Adrian. It's Do Matt it. Smith's face. Well yeah! I get a point. Whoop, 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 whoop. Oh, sorry. <laughs> yes, you do. I blow all of the headphones all the way around the table. Yes, you do get that, and you do do that too. Andy, what is like looking into a dark wood and finding out that all the squirrels have the faces of friends? This is an amazing amount of work you've done here, or have you just remembered them all? I did an amazing amount of work. Oh, well done, my love. The only thing I can think of is when everyone on the earth is the master. Okay, well, the actual answer is something that you are going to get to experience next February. It's visiting Gallifrey One. Lovely. Chris, what is like a rubbish hand-knitted jumper from a lovable aunt? I believe that that is the Angels Take Manhattan. Correct. Well done. Dad, what is like an evil metal croissant with the face of one of those We Like the Moon guys? It, it's that, it's that, oh, I know, it's a Klingon warship. Can I, can I take this one? Okay, steal from Chris Sigma. Cybermat. Correct, well done. Andy, what is like dissecting a kitten? It's just not as cute when it's in bits everywhere. Uh, the Big Bang. Correct, well done. Um, I could never forget that horrible metaphor with what you did. You amaze me. So at the end of that round, it's neck and neck and tail. Adrian is on five. Chris is on 14 and a half. And Andy is on 16 and a half. Ooh. Ooh. All to play for, everyone. Mm. 
So I don't know how many of our listeners would have been fans of the 90s game show Shooting Stars, <laughs> starring Vic Reeves and Bob Mortimer, but I certainly was. Yes, me too. And one of my favourite things that they did was a round called The Club Singer. where they would butcher various pop classics. So I thought, what a better opportunity is there than to butcher your own covers. So I have taken some of my most popular songs and I have done them in the club singer style for you today. So, without further ado, I introduce you to the club singer round. The first song is going to be guessed by Dad. Dad, what do you think that was? Um, I'm really sorry. I'll have to pass on that one. Okay, and here is the original song for you. What you want me to do? you to give me one more ribbon, baby. but you keep fronting. Andy, are you ready? Uh-huh. Is that the very first song that you did for the Ucast? Yes, it is. It's Amelia Waits. Okay, and the next song is for Chris Sigma. Guesses? I would say Wuthering Dead. Close, close, but no cigar. Any other, any other ideas? <laughs> okay. Well, I'll int- I'll play it Vina. Oh my dear father! Don't make me go to school there. They wake me up at midnight. me to a chair. It's really obvious now. Mm. I was actually in that song and I still didn't get it. <laughs> yep, you were the bits. <coughs> okay, and the next song is for Dad. Hooray. Could that possibly be the Who theme? Let's find out. Ding 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 ding
Okay, next song now is for Andy. You ready? Yeah. <laughs> Episode it was for or what it was called? The correct answer was, of course. Waiting in the backyard, flying through the bright stars, smiling through the pain. Leaving him alone, building visions of our own, but never again. Okay, and this last round, the song goes to Chris. Ding, ding, boing. I'm afraid I don't know. And here's the answer. I'm so tired of being trapped inside the same four corners. I'm gonna float my soul away. See what happens when I try to stay. Portis head? Yes, blue glory box don't. is the answer. So, at the end of the final round, sinking in the mire of disgrace, we have Adrian with six points. Hooray for me. Standing at the side of the mire of disgrace, flapping ineffectually with a paddle trying to retrieve Adrian, is Christopher with 14 and a half points. Art imitates life. I'm happy with the silver. <laughs> And dusting off his trousers and climbing on a hill whilst waving his fingers delightedly in the air is Andrew Candish with 16 and a half points. Go, Andy! Well, well, goodness me, I feel honoured and rather pleased. Well, listeners, I hope you've enjoyed this week's episode of the Regeneration Game and that you'll come back and listen to us again in two weeks' time because otherwise we will cry salt tears of despair. But until next time, I leave you with the classic club singer rendition of that seminal piece, Vincent. So it's goodbye from me, Laura. Goodbye from me, Laura's dad, Adrian. Goodbye from me, Andy. And goodbye from me, Laura's husband, Chris. Goodbye. Bye. Bye. Yo, yo, it's a gym. Hang on, hang on.
Thank you very much. Thank you so much. You've been great. Thank you. 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 Thank you.